0: Hi, friends. Welcome to another new episode of Global AI, the podcast. I'm Arafat, Microsoft MVP in Artificial Intelligence based in Sydney, Australia. Today, I have a fantastic guest with us who has created a big boom in the spreadsheets world, be it Microsoft Excel or Google Sheets. He has transformed the world with, the, with the Excel by creating a bot that would allow you to write your plain English and then turn into the formulas. Um, so, welcome, David. Um, welcome to the Global AI the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is uh, this is my first podcast, so we'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and we'll just start with with a bit of yourself. What are you, where are you based? What do you do for a living?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, David Bressler. Uh I uh, I live in Orlando, Florida. My full time job. Uh, I do marketing analytics for an agency called Net Conversion. Uh, we do a lot of work around uh, media and data analytics, data management, uh, data science, analytics architecture, uh, with a heavy focus in digital media and uh, website analytics. Oh wow! So, too
0: much of analytics, um, and and what you created was was all around AI. So yeah, we'll we'll go. We'll go to that, but um, first of all, like let's let's start with it with the, with the Excel formula bot, if that's the correct name. I've spoken, yeah. Like I've taken them. Out. So Excel formula bot. How how did this idea of creating creating this
1: bot come into your mind? Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's a great story. Uh, so it, it's amazing what the mind can come up with uh, when you're not working a full time job. Uh, so I, I, have a full-time job. I've been with the company I'm with for over six years. Uh, but a few months ago, uh, I, I have a, uh, a three-year-old and a six month old. And so six months ago, I started uh, paternity leave, uh, in which, you know, there's definitely some sleepless nights in there, but I was on paternity leave. I wasn't thinking about work. Uh, babies sleep a lot. They do. Um, some do, at least. Mine did. And uh, with that time, uh, my wheels just started spinning, doing, doing analytics, uh, kind of naturally gravitated of going towards going in this black hole of getting deeper into AI. I am not a data scientist. I am not a software engineer. Um, but I started going down this, uh, this avenue of learning more about AI, open AI, GPT. Uh, and then also the wheels were always spinning. Like, yes, I have a full-time job, but I've always had this kind of entrepreneurial knack to me. And so I follow a lot of people on Twitter. uh, A lot of these, uh, solopreneurs that created their own business and it's just themselves, and a lot of them talk about some of the, um, the technology that they use. And they are uh, people just like myself who have an idea, who don't know a lot of coding. And so I kind of put some things together, uh, this web application that has an API integration, open AI, GPT, started playing around with some things. And I started asking it questions and I asked the question, uh, b- very basic What's the, what's the Excel formula for uh, the, the average of column A? And it was right. And then I started getting harder and harder questions and it started working. And then of course, the natural thing you do is start to Google and see if this already exists. And I couldn't find anything. And uh, I decided to build it. I built it. And the one thing that actually no one really knows is I actually asked OpenAI, uh, hey, I said, hey, I I built this thing, what should I name it? And it literally came up with excelformulabot.com. And so not only is it, uh, not only is GPT uh, the backbone of the technology, but it also created the brand name.
0: Wow. Uh, And this is very interesting that what people like yourself who are not software engineers or who is, not into the artificial intelligence domain um, can create such a big impact just with the democratization of this technology, um, and and absolutely you are the true example of that and a working example of that. Um, so when I when I saw this on the social net network, I was like, mm, it was like it would just be a small utility. People are just showing off on their socials, like on Shorts, on TikToks, but. I later on figured out that oh wow this is a pro website where you have got licensing model and everything um so i i get your point where you said that okay i just went to oh, gpt3 you you wrote a question it gave an answer but where do you want to actually take it this 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 spot to?
1: yeah i mean One, I wanted to build something cool. I think I did that, but there's obviously there's more behind it. Uh, People don't just don't start businesses just to start a business. Uh, And so I've been working in marketing analytics for 11 years. And you've got people that anywhere from a CEO to a data analyst. At the end of the day, everyone uses Excel. Uh, okay. And so I just, again, based upon what I've seen, I think there's a big barrier to entry to become an effective analyst. Uh, there's, there's a big imbalance between where people are spending their time analyzing data and then actually dedicating time to look at the data, to be proactive and do something about it, thinking strategically. And so Excel Bot basically streamlines some of that process, especially around data prep. So that way you Mm -hmm. can spend more time actually taking action. Um, Another thing that I've learned, and I didn't know this, I didn't think about this from the get go, but as the site's been around since really mid July, the one thing I've learned is, you know, I kind of mentioned this barrier to entry to be an effective analyst because you're spending so much time cleaning and massaging the information, typically in Excel. But another yeah. thing that I found is the barrier to entry to be an effective analyst is even higher for non-English speakers because mm-hmm. you got so much of the educational content, the courses, the tips and tricks, websites that are out there specific to Excel, they're all in English, but AI or, or open AI, you can speak any language and it translates the output. It translates it to English. But there are some things that I've done on my end. And so the the website resonates very well with uh, international countries. It resonates very well with the Hispanic market. uh, Last time I looked at it, a quarter of the users use a non-English browser, um, non-English browser in which right now they can type their question into their own respective language Spanish, Portuguese, German, the output, it translates everything into the English formula, but it does have the ability to translate it into the respective uh, language. Mm-hmm. But even though a quarter of the users are non English, mm-hmm. oftentimes they use English formulas. So while it makes up a quarter, it only makes up 1% of the translations into other languages outside of English.
0: Yeah, um, makes sense, and 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 you describe it quite well in an in a absolutely analytical way, so that that defines you how how pro are you when it comes to ex, um analytics. But this is these are the great pointers. Now, can I know like how many languages does does it support right now, or or it supports any language because of open open uh, AI GPT three model?
1: Yeah, so it supports in terms of someone asking it a question, it supports all languages. Um, But right now it translates it, like I said, only in English. And so you can ask a question in Spanish, but the formula, not even the formula, but also there are instances because the website, you can request a formula, but you can also input a formula in which you're asking for an explanation of what the formula does. All of that is in English. Um, but like I mentioned, it does have the ability to translate it. And so right now, even though you can ask it in any language, the formula translation is only in 13 languages with English making up, uh, most of it followed by Spanish, French, German, and Portuguese. Those kind of round out the, 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 top five.
0: Wow. And, and how many in total, like including English, Sweden people, how many users do you have right now who are currently using Excel formula board?
1: How many users? Uh, So we have roughly in total since, since the website uh, launched in July, we've had um, coming up on about a million people visit the website. Um, But in total, there are about I think it's around 100,000 people that have signed up Uh, that number. When you take it at face value, that number is actually the the number of emails is probably uh, double that. But you get a lot Mm. of people that uh, were using fake email addresses. Mm. And so uh, when you boil it down to it, to those that actually verified, uh, it's about 100,000 users that are using it. And, and it's it's awesome to see because I'll, I'll hop inside Google Analytics and it shows real time where people are from, what country, what state. And it's so cool to just see it light up across the entire world. Excel is one of the, the, the few things it's kind of like uh, like sign language where it's just an international language. And it truly is an international product. There are 750 million people in the world. Uh, that have an active excel license uh and so my goal is to at least get one percent of them
0: doesn't sound lot, right.
1: but it's a, it's a big number
0: i think you will be able to secure more than one for sure uh, because it's it's quite handy uh for people even like me i'm um, i don't i don't recall that i i know the formulas of like we look up in the complex way or or things like that so I think yeah it is going to add a lot of value but coming to the coming to the challenging part of it like what do you see that have you got have you got a mechanism of getting the feedback from users or where do you see yourself that there is a potential challenge which we need to sort out before before we get into the other step I know I've seen the add-ons part on your website that you are bringing up add-ons to Google Sheets and Excel But is this the key challenge for you to bring up or is there anything else?
1: Um, The add on is a big component. Um, I mean, you talk about barrier to entry. I mentioned um, all the variables earlier, but I know it sounds silly, but even having to. When you're when you're in the moment, when you're in Excel, you have to open up your web browser. You have to go to the website. You have to log in. You have to request it. There's a few steps, and my mission is to reduce the friction it takes to be an effective analyst, bring down that barrier to entry. And so, it it it, it sounds so simple, but even putting the add-on in Excel will reduce some of that friction. Uh, so that is coming out the next couple of weeks uh, for both Excel uh, and Google Sheets, which I'm super excited about. Um, I've I've been I think I've received, I was. we were actually talking about it before uh, the podcast started, but I've gone from 300 Twitter followers to about 1,600. I've received several thousand emails uh, from uh, random people uh, all across the globe. I've translated probably 50 different uh, uh, languages from different emails and tweets and people DMing me. Um, Google translate and myself have been pretty close these past couple of months, Uh, but I am trying to literally answer every single person I don't think there's been one person that's reached out that I haven't responded to And and I have a laundry list of things that people have been requesting that I've just been making a list of and seeing if there's any commonalities or if other people are requesting these things and so For example, one was um, people were like, hey, the formulas are great, but I'm more of a, on the engineer side, I'm responsible for automation. What can you do for VBA? There's a lot of things that are being Mm. done in Excel uh, that can't be done through a formula. I feel like the the most common, one of the most common formula requests that we get is, if this number is greater than this number, highlight the cell red. Well, you can't do conditional formatting in a formula and it's because I look at the feedback of was this request, uh, was the formula correct or not? And I try to look at the ones that are not correct because I want to fine tune and improve the model results. And it's people asking to make this text bold or make this cell red. And I'm like, you can't do that. And so by looking at that and then looking at a lot of the feedback that we got, we did add. It's kind of in beta right now. There's a lot of red tape. There's a disclaimer that says like it is in training mode right now, but there is a VBA generator on the site as well. Um, And so, really, it's just me uh, exhaustingly uh, listening to everyone and translating languages to hopefully accommodate all the different asks that are being asked upon me and Excel Formula Bot.
0: Yeah, and no, no, it's. I think your your approach of Responding back to everyone, um, this is really nice. Uh, I know that it can become a very tricky situation where you will get like 100,000 emails one day, Um, but till the time you are able to manage it, I think it's it's really nice to to interact and learn from the users. Yes, there can be other feedback mechanisms. People may argue, but we will not go into that. So um, getting into the technical part of it. Um, i know you have you are not a software engineer yes you can get and help get a help from people to to develop some couple of components for you but i have read about it that i read about you that you have not ke- used use any code to create this specific uh, excel formula bot. so what's running behind the scenes when yes i also worked on OpenAI's ai 3 but i had a for a, for a bot i had to create for google assistant and, and other channels for using Microsoft Word Framework, I had to write a significant amount of code. So how did you come up with this? Like what is the architecture, technical architecture of it? Uh, if you can share it with us.
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, when I had this idea, um, I was using OpenAI's uh, uh, text uh, text API, uh, the DaVinci model, uh, because Excel is kind of in that in-between. I wouldn't really call it It's not text. It's not truly like English, but it's also not code. So it's sort of in between. And so at that time, I didn't have a codex. I didn't have a beta. All I had Mm -hmm. was the text version. And so um, I was up late at night um, fixing all the all all the formula requests that were coming in two o'clock in the morning, improving formulas. And then eventually I got access to Codex and I looked at the accuracy of that versus the text based one. And it's it skyrocketed to like 97, 98%. And so right now the backbone is OpenAI's Codex and it integrates with a web application. It, it's designed for no coders. It, it does help to know a little bit of code, uh, mm-hmm. but it's called bubble.io uh and then i also has integration with stripe for payment processing and then the only other platform that's used is the uh the crm tool send in blue for transactional emails that's it pretty pretty basic
0: yeah yes it it sounds basic i think that that, that's (laughs) what yeah that's what that is what creating a value right so we don't have to create complex stuff just for the sake of it but if it is but if the simplicity is making our world simpler and and easier, then I think that 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 should be great. Um, now, last couple of questions: what, what is your opinion on AI for formulas, code for the similar stuff? Like, I recorded one of the podcast episodes in in the past with with one of the teams who are creating help or helping software engineers to to write better code uh, just with the use of other models gpt uh, but it is GPT C, I think um, so and and i asked the same question to them and i must putting this in front of you as well that does it restrict the human creativity or, or boost this up because uh, some people say that oh it is i'm not able to think more now because machine is thinking for me uh, my my whole logical power has gone to 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 restrict it, restriction or something like that. What what is your take on that?
1: It's funny because I uh, one of my good friends yesterday, James, he texted me. He does uh, a lot of work in Excel. He texted he texted me. He says, "I hate you." I said, "Why?" And I and he said, "You're making me dumb. I don't even <laughs> do the most basic of Excel formulas now. I just type it in to Excel formula and I copy and paste it." Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say to answer your question, um, I would say it helps boost human creativity. Mm -hmm. And I think some of that is kind of full circle with what I was saying earlier. It reduces the barrier to entry to be an effective analyst. So that way you're not, at at least this application, I'll say restricting human creativity versus boosting it. I would say it's subject Mm -hmm. to change based upon the value added for the application. But in yeah. this one, I think it helps boost creativity. I would say AI and automation in general gives people more time to think and implement um, tactics and strategies based on that data. Um, I mean, AI, it's come a long way. Uh, it's, But at the same time, it's not in a place where you give it all of your company data and it says, mm-hmm. oh, here, here's the top 10 solutions to improve your business. That's yeah. what that's what Excel, Formulabot Bu- and other applications do. It reduces the amount of time to do all the kind of mundane things like cleaning up the data. And it lets you actually look at the data and think through how is this going to impact my business and actually make that impact.
0: Yeah, it may- absolutely makes sense. And, and I think AI is... It's a two-edged sword, right? Um, and the and I and I remember reading about it that both of the blades of 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 two-edged uh, are very sharp. So uh, we need to be mindful of how we are using it. But if you are absolutely right that it helps boost it up because humans can focus on what what matters to them in the cognitive thinking way and the other other uh, domains. So absolutely agree with you. Um, now coming to the other part of the world where do you have any competitors um, how do you sell yourself different if if you have one because as you said that you you googled it and you could not find it probably that was the time that people started thinking oh yes he has created something let me create something as well
1: so I created this uh, I launched it July 20th I posted it on reddit Uh, on the Excel subreddit saying, Hey, I made this cool thing. Check it out. Looking for some testers Uh, that quickly uh, turned into several hundred thousand people uh, using it. It's spread on Reddit, TikTok, all that. And since then, there have been, I've found five other websites. Oftentimes, it's customers, uh, users that email me and says, Hey, I saw this. Just want to let you know. Um, and then other times this one was more so recent. I, I do a lot of, uh, social listening. Like I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. I try to respond Mm -hmm. to anything going on, but I'll do the same thing on Google where I'll go to Google and I'll search for Excel formula bot. I'll see Mm -hmm. what websites Mm -hmm. are talking about it. And I Mm -hmm. I saw one recently, I'm, I'm, not gonna name it. Um, but one just popped up again, just a couple of days ago in which it links out to my site uh for like competitive pricing and all that and and so with that i have found five other competitors uh cool. for, in 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 just a couple of months um four of the five uh no longer exist i've actually had conversations uh with three of the five i've had conversations with them and i think at the end of the day i mean for one i I think ai if you're developing an ai tool you want to be first mover in my opinion mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what's going to differentiate it is having the most accurate results i don't think it's going to come down to pricing pricing is always going to be a factor uh, but mm-hmm. i don't think you can price yourself out of an ai tool it's going to come down to accuracy and yeah. being the, and being the first mover you having a lot of the data being able to leverage that data for fine-tuning you're most likely going to have the best results and so like i said there's been from what i've found five other competitors four go to a a 404 page it just doesn't exist anymore there's Mm -hmm. one still around um and i i encourage competition um it, it also helps that excel formula bot it's a brand name but it's also the category so it's yeah. kind of like cars.com. Uh, <laughs> where even if someone sees the other competitor, they may may not remember the name and they'll type in, oh, Excel AI formula bot, and there's my site. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think time has it's it's not too far, then people start naming you as the as the father of Excel bots
1: <laughs> because <laughs> you you created that.
0: And then people will follow that. It's good that you have those competitions because then you can think of like um, where can i improve otherwise you will always be in a in a gaga land of like yes everything yes everything is good um i don't need anything yeah everything is so perfect so so coming to the last question of this and which is going to be related to the to the previous one what is your advice then like if i want to create a solution based on ai uh, to change the way human works if one piece of advice, two pieces of advice, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like what you mentioned. A lot of parallels to the last question. Uh, for one, just to preface, it's like I mentioned, it's becoming very easy for someone who's not a software engineer, not a data scientist, to build an AI API integration to have an AI API integration with a no code web solution, uh, which means the barrier to entry, the barrier to enter the market is only getting lower. Um, So to stand out from the competition, again, very similar to the last question, I think it's gonna come down to the accuracy and the dependability of the AI. Um, I think the future, and this is a part of the reason as to why you guys people are like 299 like nothing costs 299 these days. I'm a firm yeah. believer that the future is AI based micro subscriptions where mm. it's low cost subscriptions for tools that are hyper specialized in one area and they go real deep in it. They go real mm. deep in, you know, a certain code base and so for this going really deep in Excel. So if you are thinking about building something, I would recommend going deep and being good at just one thing, because uh, there are so many. I, I see it all the time. There are so many AI websites out there, especially around copywriting that mm-hmm. you know this tool writes blogs, it's, it writes advertisements and emails, it writes obituaries. I don't know, but like I would rather have a million rows of Excel formulas as opposed to a million rows of 10 different things and so i'm a firm yeah. believer of going real deep in one thing and i think the future is uh ai micro subscriptions and absolutely to, and try to be the first <laughs>
0: all right uh, that that was a um, couple of great advices i think um and i can i can see that there there's a friend of mine who is Who's creating the similar story? Um, but yeah, it's in the early stages. Not with Excel, of course, but with with the same. What's no his name? Code. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I can because I can relate to your your discussion and your advice is that yeah, there there are people like you um, in the world who are trying to create a, an easy way out of of many difficult things without writing a code and i in my day to day or not day to day in fact but weeks to weeks community discussions i found out many people who don't ha- who don't have the the knowledge of or the deep knowledge of artificial intelligence um, like m- myself i'm not a machine learning expert or or, or a data scientist by my day job but yeah being an having an interest into that and as a developer or as a software engineer i help developers other developers of other stack also to to come up and start using the applied ai services you don't need to be an expert in that area so same goes for the no code experts as well or low code experts uh, they are they are champions because they are thinking much much in a outer box way or or a way that 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 a software engineer is not able to think, or they are thinking, they are not creating those solutions because they may think that it is different than what they could do. So yeah, everything. So I, the in the crux that AI has been so democratized, and it is good that people are trying to create solutions in their own way,
1: which is really good. Um, now since yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying I I couldn't agree more yeah all right
0: yeah um so i think since we are at 30 minutes um and we would try to stop there david but it would it was really 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 good to have you first of all and never knew that it was your first on the podcast so we are like exclusive in this terms (laughs) and uh yeah unfortunately since we we record in the in the aussie time zones because we are based over here but and, and thank you for for giving us time, uh, although you are based in U.S. And uh, I'm hoping that we will get a lot of questions for you. If we get, we will send them through your way. And thanks a lot for your time. Uh, and thanks to the listeners. So we will definitely get back to you with a new topic next month. Um, thanks again, David.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said earlier, I've answered uh, several thousand DMs, tweets, and emails. And so if there's anyone else that wants to email me, ask me a question, or has any commentary, uh, feel free to to message Arafat, and he can uh, pass along my information.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good one.